Let's go, Big Daddy. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Woke up this morning. It's sunny. Gotta check on my stocks. Gotta make me some money. I went into my app that's sitting on my phone. Got a lot of time because I'm stuck here at home. Buy, sell. What the hell? Because come four o'clock, I'm going to hear the bell. Gotta make me some paper so I can feel good. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I got the money. I got those pesos. I got those pesos right here. IPOs, dividends, and options. Get rid of that stock, man. It's flopping. Roll over Roth, 401k. Get ready to invest. Make some money today. Trade, close. Make a deal. What stock looks good? Let's spin the wheel. More money, more money, more money. Let's get this going. This is going to be good. Yeah. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Show me the money. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I'ma just keep getting paid. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Here we go. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. I'ma just keep getting paid. Welcome back to another edition of Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. I'm your host, Marty Allen, on the BST. Lots of stuff to talk about today. So much is going on. I'm excited because I made a lot of my Tesla money back. You know, when the whole bubble burst that everybody was talking about a few weeks ago, and I lost quite a bit of money. But uh, yesterday and Monday uh, were good days for Tesla. As everybody is starting to stock back up on Tesla stock, uh, in preparation for Battery Day coming up next Tuesday, the 22nd, where they're supposed to make some big announcement about a new battery uh, that they have. This big secret uh, uh, announcement that they got coming up on the 22nd. So now, it's, it's right now, it's flat today. But I got out yesterday. See, I'm smart. I'm starting to get smart. I had a feeling that it was that uh, Hump Day was going to be a uh, kind of a flat day on the stock market, and it kind of is for a lot of. Uh, Stocks and everything. But anyway, got so much to talk about. First of all, see, this is what I've been bitching about. First of all, there's two big IPOs that are coming out this week. There's about a dozen of them coming out. But the two big daddies are Unity Software, which will start trading tomorrow. That is a uh, gaming company software that's going to battle Epic Games. Activision, Epic Games, Fortnite, you know, that got more on that story coming up in a little bit. But Unity Software, now Unity Software is doing something unique. They are bypassing giving the stocks to the big brokerage firms, Goldman Sachs and, and, and Schwab and everybody, and then letting them set the price on the market. They're going to set the price themselves and decide what the price should be and let it be available to all of us. Little day traders, as Bart Slack, our financial analyst, says. The other one, the big dog of the week, is Snowflake. Now, have you been watching this? Snowflake started trading today. Now, it started. Now, this is the one thing that I bitched to Bart Slack about a few weeks ago, okay? He and he set me straight on IPOs. And I understand. But this is what I'm talking about. This is a prime example of what I'm talking about. Snowflake is trading under the stock symbol Snow. It is a cloud-based software company. It's kind of like a U-Storage for all of everything that's on the cloud. Oracle uses this kind of uh, uh, platform. Amazon, Google, Apple, all these big companies uses this. Now, here's, here's the problem that drives me nuts. Snowflake was going to come out with a 100 to 110 starting price. 120 at the most. Valuation about $33 billion. Well, here's your first clue for about what I'm about to say. Berkshire Hathaway 
pumped in a half a billion into this company. So now it's supposed to start trading. So now me, like a dumbass, as I'm playing pickleball, I stopped at about, normally I'll stop about 927. I get an alarm that tells me that uh, the stock market is opening in, in, in three minutes. I had money set aside that I wanted to buy cloud. I said, I'm going to get me at least 10 shares of this because this is going to be huge. Everybody's talking about it. The whole stock market world is buzzing over Snowflake. I'm thinking, like a dummy, I'm going to get in at $120 a share at the most, maybe $130. Well, at 10 a.m., it still wasn't showing up on the stock ticker. And it's still, now hold on, let me, Snowflake stock price. No. Still, you still can't buy it yet. Us Joe Schmo public still can't buy it yet. So at 10 o'clock, it was already at $160 a share. Still not available to you and me, the average Schmoes. At 11 o'clock, just over an hour ago, it's already reported to be at $220 to $230 a share. And it ain't even went on the market to the average Schmoes like you and me. And I'm I'm PO'd, as Pete Franklin used to say, positively outraged. I want this stock, but I can't get it. And whoever has it, the big brokerage firms, it's just blowing up right now. It's a pretty much doubled from the starting price of 100 to 110. Supposedly it's already 11 o'clock. It's already up to 220, 230. And I ain't even seen it. I want it. And I can't get it. I had money set aside and everything. I quit playing pickleball just so I could buy some snowflake. Selling as snow on the stock market symbol. Snow. Very simple. S-N-O-W. Good luck in trying to get it. I'm telling you right now, if Rupert Murdoch and Berkshire is involved, we ain't seeing that sucker until it's over $300 a share. Watch. Watch, it'll come out 2 o'clock this afternoon, 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah, it'll come out at 3.55, five minutes before the stock market closed. It'll be over $300 by the end. I'm a warrior. Yeah, I'm a warrior. I'm getting it. I don't care what it is. I'm getting me some shares of snowflakes because snowflake because this is going to be huge. Snowflake. Do your research. I never tell you to buy a stock. I only tell you what stocks look interesting and attractive and sometimes like snowflake looks to me delicious. If I can get it. I'm telling you right now. Watch. By the time it comes out for you and me, it's going to be over 300 bucks. Started out about 100, 110. Watch. By the way, Unity Software is trading under the stock symbol. Very simple. You. You. Unity Software comes out tomorrow. But hopefully, it won't be like Snowflake today. Snowflake, the big firm's got it right now. And it's just driving the price up. Everybody is hungry. Rabbit for this stock. But we can't, but us normal folks can't get it. But Unity Software is supposedly going to buck the trend tomorrow. Even though they're underwritten by Goldman Sachs, they're supposed to be, they're going to keep their, their team. John Riccatilio, I believe is his name, is the CEO. He and his team are going to set the price and supposedly put it out there for all of us to be able to get some. Goldman Sachs will probably have a big chunk of it, but supposedly they're not going to do what Snowflake is doing today. But Snowflake and Berkshire, you know, you know Berkshire Hathaway, over $300,000 a share, and Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, they're the ones that is the, one of the big backers behind Snowflakes. It is the you store it of cloud storing. Snowflake, keep an eye out on it. Listen, what did I tell you? Getting ready. By the way, coming up at 1215, Jeff Tanchek, meteorologist over at 19 Action News, also an avid futures trader and ETFs trader. And I did my homework, Jeff Tanchek. I did my homework, so I kind of understand what's going on, but I got lots of questions. So we're going to talk ETFs today. And then Bart Slack, financial analyst, will come up at 1230. I may keep uh, uh, Jeff Tanchek on a little bit with Bart Slack because they're both ETF traders. 
on the market. And I'm starting to understand it. And we'll get into all of that when uh, 12.15, first one, Jeff Tanchek comes up just in about five minutes from now. If you've been a loyal listener or viewer and or viewer of this show, I've been telling you for two months about everybody fighting over arm holdings, arm holdings. Well, guess what? On Monday, NVIDIA, the CEO, put out a memo to its employees. We have acquired arm. This, people, is huge as snowflake. This is huge because now NVIDIA, who already overtook Intel as the number one chip maker in your computers, now they got Arm Holdings, which is one of the big semiconductor companies. SoftBank bought Arm Holdings back in, I believe, 2016 for $32 billion. That's B with the, with the, with the bill. <laughs> $32 billion. Our, uh, SoftBank bought them. But apparently they didn't make enough money for SoftBank. So now SoftBank had put them up for sale because SoftBank wants to do some other stuff. And then there was fighting going on between Intel, between AMD, between Qualcomm. They were all fighting to get armed. Nobody wanted NVIDIA. Even the people over in, in the UK didn't want NVIDIA to get armed. Said it would be a monopoly. Well, guess what? Supposedly that monopoly has happened because NVIDIA announced in an email on Monday, we have acquired ARM, and this is going to be huge. And remember, I always told you about Risk V, and the V, for some people, is a five. So it's really called Risk Five, R-I-S-C-5. But it looks like Risk V. And they're the other big dog, here we come, semiconductor. That's been on the market, well, not on the market, but it's been secretly in a lot of stuff uh, since 2015. And now NVIDIA knew that Risk 5 was coming with their semiconductor and more and more people pumping money into Risk 5. So now this is NVIDIA's answer. Stock on Monday, I think, um, uh, jumped maybe $32, $33 a share. Yesterday, I don't know, about another $15, 10 I forget what it was. And today, kind of flat, but everybody's kind of flat today. I'm glad I jumped out of the stock market yesterday. I'm learning. I set that stop loss, bought back in at 352, sold yesterday at 440. That's how you do it. As Jim Cramer says on Mad Money, CNBC, don't ever be afraid to take your profit margin. Don't ever be afraid. So I got back a big chunk of my money that I lost with Tesla when the whole bubble happened a couple of weeks ago. So I'm very, very happy about that. So now NVIDIA supposedly has risk V. And of course, the big tech is duking it out. Facebook is mad at Facebook and Microsoft are mad at Apple and Google and Amazon because the Justice Department keeps probing this whole uh, Federal Trade Commission, uh, 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 probing the... Lawsuit between Epic Games, who owns the game Fortnite, and Apple and Google, who took it off of their Apple Pay and Google Play. And so they've been countersuing, and they went to their own system of, of having uh, people in the gaming system try to get a copy of the games. It's just a big mess, and everybody's, everybody's blaming everybody. And now the, the Congress is probing the whole damn thing, state attorneys, all of it. Everybody is flipping on each other. Everybody's snitching. Everybody, nobody is in line with anything. So that's still going up in the air right now. This big fight because Donald Trump had a, a, a bug up his rear end about, uh, about TikTok and WeChat. Is that my man, Tan, Jeff Tanchek? Hey, Big Daddy. How you doing, man? Be with you in just for a second. Hey, people, let me tell you about Goldberry Roasting Company Coffee. Goldberry Roasting Company Coffee. Yesterday was a good day for me. I went out. I had a swim. And I went somewhere and I had some pickleball as well. And then I came back home. And then I had, I sat down to start studying ETFs because I knew my main man, Jeff Tanchek, who's on deck right now, ready to come <laughs> on, was going to talk about ETFs. And as I'm learning, remember, I'm a brother from the hood. I was born in the hood, but the hood was not born in me. I wanted to learn so I could converse properly with Jeff Tanchek on this thing. I know a little now. And just as he starts in a minute, he's going to tell us more about it because I'm starting to understand what it is. Go very well. But my, my point is I sat down right in front of my computer here in the studio and I went to YouTube and I found, I just put on there ETF 
stock market tutorials. And I found a guy that was really good. But what I had next to me was my Gobert Roasting Company coffee. And I didn't have the Kenya AA because that would have made me too all wired up. I had me the Brazil. Nice and sweet aroma. Nice taste. It was fantastic. Gobert Roasting Company. Go to the website right now. GoBerryRoasting.com. Pete Cooper, my main man, the CEO over there. We'll make sure you get hooked up. GoldberryRoasting.com. If you put the coupon code in, GoldberryBST, you get 10% off of your deal. Goldberry Roasting Company. I always tell you, you want to close the deal. If you have somebody who's been on the fence and you've been trying to close the deal, serve them some Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. You got the deal done. Goldberry Roasting. Ooh, that's some damn good coffee. All right, let me bring in my main man, Jeff Tanchek. All right, so Jeff, I'm going to start real quick, and I'm going to try not to take up enough time because there's so many people say, oh, I, I can't wait to get in on this. They're going to talk about ETFs. I say, yes. And now right. I kind of understand. So what happens is ETFs, from what I understand, is different funds, and you buy shares in that fund, and that fund cool. buys shares in a lot of companies, as well as buy shares in, let's say, oil or Bitcoin or gold. There's so many ETFs out there, but they buy shares in a lot of these companies. And then you buy shares in that fund, and whatever the fund does on the market, you do well. If they do well, and if they're down, you're down. Is that kind of how it starts off? That You know, that's not bad. And by the way, snow is uh, probably going to double in price once it opens up. Oh. And we still don't know when it's... I, I heard you talking about this. Oh. Um, you know, I stay away from, from these, these first-day IPO deals. I mean, this thing is going to go crazy once it, once it opens. So yeah, yeah. If I were you, I would, I would hold off, let the dust settle. And then if you want to own the stock, you know, wait at least a few days and see what happens. Because, you know, a lot of these times it'll shoot up today and then tomorrow you're going to get a lot of people selling. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Bart, Bart Slack, financial analyst coming up at the half hour, he always tells me the same thing. I have to learn. I'm, I'm trying to learn, Jeff. I'm trying to learn <laughs> to be disciplined. And he tells me yeah. the exact same thing that you tell me. Let the dust clear because when it finally right. comes out to the public, people are going to go nuts over this thing, and it's going to be like that impossible burger. It's going to be up so high, but then the smart people who wait for the suckers to jump in, they're going to be selling <laughs> off by the end of the day, and then tomorrow it'll be down yeah. because you get a lot of people taking the profit. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So hold on, yeah, don't be buying snow today. All anyway, right. okay. regarding the ETF, yes. You are uh, correct. Think of it this way, okay? Think of it this way. You 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 get a big, large pizza. You like pizza, right? Yes. I mean, come on. Who doesn't like pizza? Right. All right. You know how you get those big party-sized pizzas, and they each have, uh, you know, some, you know, the, the individual squares in them. Sometimes you get, like, what, 30 slices to a sheet pizza? Right. Well, what you're doing is when you buy an ETF there, Big Daddy, you're buying the whole pizza. Right. Okay? So within that pizza... You have a whole bunch of stocks uh, in this one ETF, okay? And it's traded like a stock. That's what, it, you know, an ETF, it's a stock. Um, or you trade it like a stock. But you're not trading an individual company. You're trading a whole bunch of companies, all right? So, you know, that's why I'm telling you, it's, you know, that's what I think that you should invest in especially as a beginner trader because if you're trying to pick individual stocks and and putting them in your portfolio you know why not just have an etf where if one stock tanks you know you're not going to lose a bunch of money you can rely on um, some of the other ones that are in there yeah and, and by the way do you want to know how many etfs are out there i did a little uh research before i came on the show here with you okay Take a guess how many ETFs you can trade. Well, I worldwide. I, I went to the Schwab website and they had like about 110, I think, ETFs just at Schwab. So, and I know there's so many more, and I believe Fidelity has their own, which I still have to investigate. So I'm going to say the 130,000. 130,000. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 6,970. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There are 6,970 ETFs out there that you can trade. And okay. what I mean by an ETF, okay, you have, you know, you have your large cap ETF. You have your small cap ETF. You have health 
ETF, health um, uh, uh, sector ETF. You have energy. You know, the list is endless. Gold, silver, you know, um, you can trade just about anything out there, anything that you can trade on the market with an individual stock, you can trade it as, as an ETF. You, if you want to trade airlines, there's an airline ETF. Oh, okay. You, okay. you see, you see what I'm saying with a bunch yeah. of airlines. You can trade. Uh, in fact, I was talking uh, this to my uh, buddy the other day. You know, if you're into the um, uh, the, uh, the 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 sports wagering stocks, okay, like uh, what's that? DraftKings. Yeah, you yeah. got Penn out there. There's an ETF with all of them in one fund. Wow. Okay, so why not why not just trade, you know, why not just pick that up? Why trade DraftKings uh, you know, as a as a single stock when you could put it in an ETF uh form. And then that'll have uh, a whole bunch of uh DraftKing type stocks in there and yeah. you and you just let them all go at it and the more they benefit and in that fund, the more you're going to benefit by having a share of that ETF. Exactly. Now, you know, within the ETF, okay, a lot of these ETFs, you know, remember how I talked about the pizza analogy here where, you know, you buy a pizza and you have slices of pizza, okay? Yeah. Now, in most of these ETFs, you have slices that are bigger, okay? They're, it's like uh, uh, more heavily weighted. Remember last time how uh, when, when we talked and I was telling you about the ETFs to do your homework, and I'm glad you did. Remember, I was telling you to look up three, uh, three ETFs that I wanted you to look up. They're which, Wisdom Tree ETFs. Yeah, D-O-N. D-O-N and D-E-S. That was, that was going to be my next question, what those are, because okay. I still haven't seen those yet. So if you can kind of explain to me, what are D-L-N, D-O-N, and D-E-S? Okay. D-L-N is a large cap. Okay, we're talking the, the large cap companies, okay, the – the, the trillion dollar companies, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, I'm gonna give you a good example here. Now, okay. when you research these ETFs, okay, you can uh, there you know when when you research them, you can um, there's something there called holdings, okay, and what a holding is that's the companies that are with, uh, that are in that fund, okay, that's what you're trading. So let's go to DLN, that's the large cap uh, ETF, and I have it right in front of me here on my computer. So when you look at the uh, the weight of the top 10 holdings, okay, within that fund, within that portfolio of that fund, all right, guess what the top 10 are? And you're going to know pretty much every single one of these companies. Okay. okay? Apple. Yes. Okay. Apple is the, of course, I mean, it's Apple. Come on. Uh, Apple is in, uh, if Apple is not in a large cap ETF out there, don't even sniff it, okay? Gotcha. Um, gotcha. You got Microsoft. Yeah. Okay, so these are the top holdings of this ETF. Apple, Microsoft, AT&T, Johnson & Johnson, Verizon, Procter & Cable, J.P. Morgan, Home Depot, Exxon, and Pfizer. Now, you know every single one of those companies, Absolutely. Correct? Absolutely. That is, so when you buy DLN, Okay, and when you buy it, you buy it like any other stock. You go into wait, what's your brokerage? You uh, said Fidelity. you have um, Fidelity. Okay, you have Fidelity. So when you go to Fidelity, you search DLN stock. Gotcha. Okay, well it's not a stock; it's an ETF. Yes, and it'll show up. It'll have a a price on it, like a stock price. Okay, yes. you buy it like a stock. Okay, however many shares you want to buy, if you want to buy, you know. Uh, to, I don't even know what DLN is trading at nowadays. Okay. Uh, maybe like eighty, ninety dollars a share. Okay, yeah, okay, right. So right when you buy, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'll say right around my uh, my wheelhouse. What I want to pay for stock right now? The hell with Snowflake. I'm going with DLN after the show. <laughs> well, you know, and that's the beauty is ETFs. You know, that's why I recommend it because when you buy it, instead of buying each one of these stocks individually, okay, like buying. You know, a uh, couple shares of Apple, a couple shares of Microsoft, a couple shares of AT&T. Why do that when you can own all of these companies by just buying one fund, one ETF? Now, here, now, now okay. a, cu- a couple of questions for you real quick. Now, if I were to research and let's say I wanted a ETF 
and I just like listed a whole bunch of companies that I want. Like, let's say in 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 a real world, my portfolio would be Amazon, Apple, Tesla, Adobe, Nvidia, Netflix, Zoom, and Google. If I were to search, okay. would there be an ETF with all of those in there? Yes, yes, there would be. Um, there are several tech, but that's that, that's a tech ETF. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, and when you buy a tech ETF, okay. And let me see. Let me just let me just do some re- research real real quick here. And while, and while you're researching, I'm going to uh, uh, at some point, and Bart Slack will be joining us in a little bit. But I want to know what do they mean? What does ETF stand for? And what does large cap and 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 small cap? Is that large capitalization or what does that mean? No, a large cap is the um, you know the, the value of the company. Okay, basically the market cap. Okay, uh, Apple is a two Apple's a two trillion dollar company. Right, right. Okay, they're worth two trillion dollars. So all of those companies that I just listed for you, okay, those are all major. These are the, the major companies out there. Okay, the, the big biggest dogs. companies, the yeah. large cap. Okay, okay. Now. Remember how, okay, you, you knew every single one of those companies. Now, by the way, there's, there's a lot more companies in that ETF. Those are just the Big uh, the, the top 10, gotcha. okay, the, gotcha. the, because each ETF is weighted. So those 10 companies is 27% of the ETF, okay? There's a lot more out there, um, you know, but those are just the heavily weighted stocks within that ETF. Okay, okay now, let's go to the small cap, yes. okay, the DES. And I guarantee you, I'm going to list the top 10 companies in this fund, in the DES, and you won't know one company out there. Ooh. You're like, what in the world are you talking about, okay? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, these are the top 10 companies in the small cap ETF. And I don't even know where, where the, who, what, what these companies do. Okay. Equitrans Midstream Core and Terrell Midstream Corporation – Kemmore's Co., B&G Foods Incorporated, huh. Huh. <laughs> B&G Foods, what in the world is that? Right. Cogent Communications Group, Virtue Financial, Artesian Partners Asset Management. Okay, you get the idea. Yeah, I don't know okay? any of them. You don't know a single one of those companies. Why? Because they're small cap, and there are so many uh, small you know, businesses out there that are trading, uh, you know, uh, in, in the stock market uh, that, that are trading publicly. And, and, that, and, that, and, and that's what I mean by these small cap ETFs. And that's why the DES, the small cap stocks, tend to be a lot more volatile than a large cap ETF. Okay. It makes the sense. DLN, it won't, like, say, say the stock market, you know, goes nuts in you know either direction either we have a big up day or big down day the des etf will be a lot more volatile than the than the large cap yes okay you see you see what i mean yeah absolutely because you know with 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 the companies that you uh listed in the dln the top eight to ten of them i knew them all and they're all pretty much big dogs so with big dogs like Amazon, if you want to buy Amazon, they have nice pops on nice days, but it costs, you know, the, the, right now over $3,100 just to buy one share, but your returns are nice exactly. when they're up, you know. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, even the, even these, these big tech companies can be, you know, volatile. Um, oh, no, absolutely. You know, at times. When the market's down. Yeah. When the market's down, right. But, when you take the whole ETF, basically what, what the DLN does, the ETF, it, it's basically the S&P, okay? So it's going to generally follow what the S&P does. If the S&P drops a percent, then that DLN is going to drop a percent because a lot of the S&P stocks are in that fund, okay? Gotcha. So basically when you buy the DLN, you're essentially buying – you know, the S&P. And S&P, uh, except that you can choose 
what companies are in your ETF. Now, like I said, you said at the top of our interview, if Apple's not in there, then don't even bother. So if Apple is in there and you got a lot of the ones that you like, there'll be some other ones that you may not have would have picked yourself, but they're in that particular ETF and you might as well go with it as long as you got those big dogs in there. Yeah, well, I guarantee you every every single large cap ETF, Apple's going to be in there because if Apple is not in a uh, large cap ETF, the person who's managing it, and that's another thing. Okay, there's a you know, it, there's a, a company, uh, a person who manages these ETFs. Okay, you have somebody who actually goes in there, they manage the the fund, mm-hmm. and you know that's why you have to pay. It's called a um, an expense ratio. Uh, it's just a, a fee that you have to pay depending on how many shares you own, because they're, the company in this case is Wisdom Tree. Okay, they're you know the financial company that's actually uh, managing this fund. Okay, so they determine, and you're pretty much at the you know you're pretty much at the hands of the person who is managing this fund and hoping that they're making the right decisions as to what stocks go into the the fund and you know which stocks come out etc talking to um, talking to well, one sec jeff talking to a financial analyst and avid stock trader meteorologist jeff tancheck from 19 action news uh, bart slack our other financial analyst will be joining us in a minute and i want to ask you both some questions because i wrote down like the top eight charles schwab etfs and i want to like uh, shout them out to you guys and you guys maybe give me an idea what type of uh, ETF this is. I also saw with Mark Schwab, Jeff, that they have won the SCHB, which is one of their main stocks. They say if you want the whole a la carte, this one partic- basically tracks the entire U.S. stock market, and you can buy shares into the uh, SCHB, which is the Schwab whatever B, you know, that kind of thing. So I found that one mm-hmm. to be interesting as well. But now when you explain to me like the DLN with those uh, with the ones that those are most of the ones that I like in there. I, I wish Tesla was in there, but I kind of like the ones that you uh, that you uh, did say that were in there. Well, yeah, and you know, and, and the thing is, that's 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 just the the that's three out of the six thousand nine hundred seventy ETFs that you know that you could trade it's just that when i was you know i don't really do etf anymore because i'm in the the futures game there but when i was um doing uh etfs you know that's what i was trading and you know and the thing about etfs is you don't trade it you don't day trade it um it's an investment so it it's similar to a mutual fund right it's similar to a mutual fund except you know you can you can trade it at any time you know, when the stock market's open. And, you know, the key is when the stock market drops, then you buy some more shares. When this, you know, when the stock market's up, you have a system, and then maybe you take some profits uh, from the uh, ETF. Just like you would do um, your individual stocks, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, you don't, you don't day trade ETFs. It's all about this is more of a, a long-term, you know, investment. And, you know, it's similar to like, uh, you know, like a a 401k plan where you're just kind of contributing to it. If you want to contribute to it every week and don't worry about what the stock market does, like maybe you set a goal like every Friday, every every other Friday, you buy, you know, five more shares of DLN. You know, if people are up there in age, I would recommend, you know, and any financial analyst will recommend you know, you want to be in more conservative, uh, you know, more large cap stocks than than small cap stocks that are a lot higher risk. No, no, that's a, that's a perfect time to bring in our financial analyst, Bart Slack. And by the way, Jeff, Bart Slack is a huge fan of yours as well. Bart, you can say hello to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Oh, I'm How a big doing? fan of Bart. I'm good, Bart. How are you? But, uh, now that's okay. a, it's I'm a per- becoming you a celebrity by going into the show. <laughs> hey, it's a perfect time, uh, Bart, to bring up real quick because I remember when I talked to you, you said that now that you are at the point where you retired and everything, uh, uh, when I was telling you about me doing individual stocks, you said the same thing that uh, Jeff Tanchik just said. You said you are more on the conservative side of ETFs. Is that true? And talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I um I have stayed away uh, over the last few years from buying uh, individual stocks, and I've I've focused mainly on uh, 
mutual funds and uh, and ETF. Like uh, like Jeff had mentioned, uh, I have one ETF. I have several ETFs, but the, the the one that's done the best for me is is a it's an ETF for the symbols QQQ. Um, wait, a minute, wait a minute, say that again, for oh, brother. Yes. It's it's uh, QQQ is the uh, ticker ticker symbol. Okay. And it's an ETF that invests in the it, it replicates the Nasdaq 100 um, uh, index, which is uh, a lot of the top tech stocks, and that. Uh, ETF has done better than than most of the stuff I've done uh, in individual stocks. It's just it's just been great. Uh, okay. um, we'll, and uh, we'll, we'll and be talking after the ETF. show. Pardon me. I said we'll be talking after the show. I, I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you're still you're still you still got the buzz of the individual stocks going through your your blood right now. Well, yeah, but Bart, uh, Bart, yeah. Bart real quick, Bart. Listen, I lost. I lost, and I don't mind saying it. I lost probably thirty five hundred bucks once the bubble burst with, between with Tesla and Apple. Okay, well, yeah, yesterday, well, Monday and yesterday, I got back eighty percent of what I lost in just the last two days, and I was smart enough to have a stop loss. I jumped back in at three fifty two last week, and I got out at yesterday at four forty. It got as high as four fifty five. Wow. I put every wow. every time it went up. $10 a share, I put my stock, like Bill Bender told me, I and you, I raised my stop loss price. Raise the stop, yeah. $10. So when it was at four fifty five, I said, okay, let me go to four forty. It may have a drop in the middle of the day late to trading. And sure enough, it did. And uh, it dropped below four forty from up to four fifty five, And mine sold for me. So I was happy that out of the 35 I made $2,600 just in the last two days from the stocks and the money that I lost. So I, I'm, I'm trying to get there yeah. like you guys with ETFs and things like that, but it's hard for me to stay away from Tesla because every time I do it, it just racks up the cash for me. You understand what I'm saying? Well, sure. And, uh, you know, you just so you're prepared, and, and you, it sounds to me like you are, that um, you, you've built in defensive measures. So when, if and when a Tesla tanks like it did uh, last week, that you get out. Right. Right. And and stop being greedy. Stop waiting. Right. You keep thinking, well, I can I can make that extra one eighty or two two fifty, you know, or right. I can mess around and lose thirty five hundred bucks. So don't do that. Set your stop loss, be disciplined, and say, I'm gonna get out, take my twenty six hundred dollar two day profit, and be good about sitting on the sidelines today. All right, real quick, talking to Bart Slack, yeah. financial analyst and also Jeff. Tanchek, uh, yeah, Bart Slack and Jeff Tanchek. All right, real quick, guys. I'm in the Roth IRA, and there's two things in my Roth that I always see that I have no knowledge about. They're just always in there, and it's the FXAIX and the QBYIQ. Are those something in there that I can change? Because they never really seem to do. They make me a couple bucks in my because I'm in the S&P 500 in the Roth. What are those two stocks, and can I change them? And let's say I wanted to do a, a SCHB Charles Schwab ETF that tracks the entire U.S. stock market, or a DLN like Jeff Tanchek mentioned. What if I wanted to trade the FXAIX and the QBYIQ to something of my choice? Can I do that as I'm in the Roth in the S&P? Um, I well, I think I, I can. I, I, see, I don't understand. What about you, Jeff? Do you understand what I'm saying? So it sounds like those are, are mutual funds. It, it sounds like those are mutual funds within that uh, IRA. Um, there, yeah, you can, um, you know, change your, you know, what whatever you want in your IRA. It, it, it depends on the. So what what I would do is just call them, and you know, you you would work with somebody there. Okay. And yeah. All right. You know, it's kind of like how you could change your, you know, you you could change your four hundred one k plan up. Got you. Uh, oh, got it's you. Probably something similar to that. I, I I am still such a rookie, but I but I I tell you what, I am a sponge. I'm one of the type of guys. 
that when you when you tell it to me, I'll do the legwork. I'll go research it. I'll go make. I'm like a I'm like a dog that knows that there's a bone buried down there in that ground, and I'm going to keep digging <laughs> until I get to that bone. That's just me. All right, real quick, and then I'm going to go back and forth with you two guys. And thank you so much for joining me as always on the BST. Um, the my buddy downstairs, his dad wrote a lot of the songs for the coasters, and he was also a plane dealer guy. He took the early buyout. He got paid from that, and then his father, he still gets the residuals from his dad from the coaster song. Then his dad and mom passed, left him a lot of money. He's just a rich son of a bitch, and I hate him. But here's my point. <laughs> he talked about to me, because he is also a big trader, and he said to me, he says, Marty, what I do is I invest in stocks with good dividends. He says, and it resonated to me, I live off the dividends and leave everything else alone. I, and, and I remember Jeff Tajek saying when we started the interview about 1215 that you, uh, that all of these stocks, like in the DLN or whatever, you said that most of them have dividends on all the stocks that are in yep. there. Is that true? Yes, those three Wisdom Tree ETFs that I was telling you, and Wisdom Tree has a ton of ETFs, but the, the large cap, mid cap, and small cap ETF, you get a monthly dividend from all of them. Okay. You know, it's not, you know, it's not much. Right. Some months you'll get a little more than others because, you know, some companies have quarterly dividends. You know, some companies only pay a dividend, you know, one time a year. It depends. But um, every month you do get uh, a dividend, and it, it just depends. You know, it depends on how much uh, you buy will determine. You know, if, if you get more of a dividend or not. All right, so let's go back and forth with you two. Once again, to the audience, talking with Bart Slack, our weekly financial analyst, and, of course, our biweekly uh, stock market avid trader and, our, of course, meteorologist over at 19 Action News, Jeff Tanchek, uh, joining us as we're talking ETS. By the way, real quick, what does ETF stand for? Exchange, exchange trading trading fund. fund. Exchanging, yeah. exchange and trading fund? Exchange, exchange traded fund. Traded. Yeah. Okay, you got it. All right, so here's the Charles Schwab Big 8 ETFs, all right? And they all have dividends. So we start with Bart. Bart, what is the 1,000 index ETF? What is that about? The, excuse me? The 1,000 index fund, ETF fund. I haven't researched it. I'm not, I'm not sure. Is what about something that Schwab is putting out there? Yes, yeah, supposedly this is the top eight index uh, ETF funds that Charles Schwab provides uh, from their service on their website. Uh, Tanche, do you know what uh, that what that is at all? The what, what's the symbol? Yeah. Uh, oh God, see that's just it. I I would have to pull it up because I was doing the tutorial yesterday. So basically, I'll, I'll just say them all, Aiden. You tell me if, if you guys know any of them. There's the Schwab 1000 Index. Well, are right? you talking about the QQQ that Bart was talking about, the NASDAQ 100? Oh, God, that could be because I, I had the symbols and I didn't put them in my notes because I figured I didn't need them, but I guess now that I did, they got the Schwab. Yeah, 1, they may be talking about the QQQ because that is probably, uh, I would say that and the SPY, which is the, uh, the it's basically the S&P um etf those are probably the two most traded etfs on the market today okay because they are none they've got the schwab 1000 index the total market index the large cap growth which i think we talked about the small cap index they got the high dividend yield fund they got etf they got the total international index the corporate bond market, and, of course, the U.S. government bond. And I remember, Jeff Tanchek, you're saying that because you are up late at night, you check the euro markets and the international markets and stuff. How do you know? Do you get a tip? In other words, when Bart Slack told me about aftermarket trading and then pre-market, it gave me a much better idea of how I wanted to trade in the mock in the stock market coming the next morning at nine thirty. You talk. Is there an edge? Is there some type of edge you get from up all night checking the the euro markets and the international markets that you know what you're going to be doing when the market starts trading? Well, yes and no. I mean, you know, that's that's where the futures come into play, and you know the. When you look at the futures, like before the stock market opens at, you know, 930, um, you have like a futures there. So uh, like today, uh, you know, the, the futures were higher. And then when, when the bell rings at 930, 
you know, it kind of gives you a good idea what to what to expect. Now, if the future is at like eight o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock, right before the bell uh, is way down, then you get a good sense that, OK, this is most likely going to be a down day. Uh, but that's not always the case because news comes out, you know, it's 24 hours. So you get news coming out at like, you know, like, for instance, today at, at two o'clock, the Fed is going to be speaking. Gotcha. And, you know, often when that happens, the market can move. They're not really expecting that today because, you know, a lot of times the Fed will decide to hike up interest rates or lower interest rates, uh, things like that. And that'll move the market. Um you know, but today they're not expecting that to happen just because they're expecting, you know, low. they're not going to do anything with the interest rates they're, they're saying for like years. Um, so they're not really expecting a big market move. But any time the Fed speaks and and that happens at two o'clock this afternoon, that's typically when uh, the Fed you know, speaks. Um, that will often move the market. So anything can happen during the day, but the futures is, and that's what I trade. Um, it's, it, the futures is basically, you know, a 24 hour thing, more or less, um, you know, based on what happened. If some big news story happens in Europe, um, that market opens up at three o'clock in the morning, our time, then that could impact our market open. So there, there's things that happen throughout the night while you're sleeping that can, you know, essentially move the market before 930. All right. One last question for both Bart Slack and, of course, Jeff Tanchek. Uh, first for you, Jeff, and thanks for joining us. When, when, uh, when I was playing pickleball this morning, the guy asked me, he goes, what's the futures doing right now? And I looked at him with glassy eyes because I still don't understand. Where do I, when someone asks you the question, what's the futures doing right now? What do I say to them, and where the hell do I find that? Let's say, like, in fidelity. And excuse me, I'm a, I'm a student of the game, but I'm still trying to learn, and I want to be able to answer that question because I'm doing a financial show. Where do I find the futures, and what do they mean by what are the futures doing right now? Uh, well, I mean, you can get the futures, uh, you know, you CNBC, Market Watch, any of those, uh, you know, websites will, you know, give you what the what 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 the pre-market. It's also called pre-market. Um, the actual pre-market here starts, I believe, at 4 a.m. So we're talking um, we're talking so, Dow, Nasdaq, and S and P. Is that the futures? Yeah, yeah gold, oh, oil. Okay, okay yeah, got yeah, you. So, okay, I got that. I see yeah. that all the time. Yeah, and you can actually trade that. Um, you know, I think you have to pay a little extra for commission fees or whatever, but you can trade post-market. Uh, you know, you could trade after hours, it's called. Um, and a lot of times when, um, you know, um, when companies report quarterly, their, their, their quarter results, that'll move the stock either pre-market or, or after-market uh, because that's when they report you know, they're, they're, you know, how they did during the quarter and you can actually trade that. Um, yeah. So I, I believe the pre-market starts at 4 a.m. and it goes until I want to say eight o'clock in the evening is the aftermarket when the aftermarket right. closes. Right. Because that's what yeah, I see like when, when the market closes. I always check afterwards to see uh, uh, because I'm in love with Tesla, I always look at aftermarket to see what Tesla's doing aftermarket. And then, yeah. of course, pre I, I notice after midnight, then all of a sudden I don't see anything. And then, uh, like I said, I'll, I'll go to sleep. I'll wake up about 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, go to the bathroom and check, and now I'll see the pre-markets <laughs> coming in. So I kind of... Yeah, um, I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link where to go. By the way, I had a chance to uh, look at this Schwab 1000 ETF. Yeah. Yes, I do uh, have it. The symbol is SCHK. Okay, and the top holdings in that uh, ETF. Well, of course, you got Apple. What did I tell you? I mean, you know, of course, Apple is going to be the the number one weighted stock in every single large cap ETF. Uh, it's basically uh, you have Apple, Microsoft, Amazon. There's your Amazon, Ooh. Facebook, Google, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, uh, Johnson and Johnson, Visa, and Procter and Gamble. Ooh, I'm going so, for that one. That's the 1,000 index. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, okay. It's, it's ticker uh, S C H K. 
Yes. And right now it's up uh, about four tenths of a percent. All right, uh, Jeff. Trading Tanks. at thirty three sixty seven a share. Ooh, right around my price range. Thirty three dollars sixty seven. Screw your yep, snowflake. Right your the hell with your snowflake. Go ahead with your high ass price stock. I'm going with Schwab one thousand index and the DLN. So screw you. All right, Bart Slack. Real quick. <laughs> Last but not least, Bart Slack, you always tell me about percentages. I always, I'm a brother from the hood, so I just look at how much money did I make on the stock. But you always tell me that it's more important to look at the percentages and also if I want to uh, decide if I want to jump back in on a stock or whatever, I should look at the volume of shares. Explain that one more time before we let you two get out of here. Well, the percentage, uh, looking at the percentage gain gain is is much more important than how many dollars a stock went up because when you're looking at percentages it's more of an apples to apples you can make a better uh, comparison between how stock xyz did versus stock abc did if you looked at the percentages because if stock xyz is priced at a thousand dollars a share and moves up a hundred bucks marty allen's thinking oh shit i made a hundred dollars but if stock ABC is is priced at a hundred dollars a share and moves up a hundred, it's it's doubled in price. I mean, you still made a hundred dollars, but if you bought if you put a thousand dollars into ABC, you'd be up a thousand dollars because it went up a hundred percent. You see what I'm yes um, coming yes. at? Yes, the percentages give you better apples to apples. Uh, of your investment choice versus other stocks and not just your investment choice and how much money went into your pocket. Okay. And and the final so that's one why about... better to look at the percentages. All right. And then the volume shares, why is that so important? Well, volume will tell you. Uh, volume is one of the key indicators to tell you if if a movement in a stock is is here to stay or or is just a temporary thing. Uh, when there's a heavy movement in volume, uh, that tells you what the big boys are doing, what the institutions are, are doing. That, um, uh, for example, a Tesla went up. It went up quite uh, quite a bit over the last few days. But I'm yeah. looking at the volume volume in the stock. It wasn't that much better than um, than average. So it tells. I'm not sure if this is something that's going to be sustainable. The 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 the, the volume will tell you. In either direction, if it's if it's up or down, the volume is a good indicator of of is this sustainable? Is the up move going to be sustained, or conversely, is the down move going to going to continue? If there if you see big volume on down days, that's telling you the institutions are starting to get out, and that may be a sustained downturn in that stock. You got to be careful when you start seeing that kind of stuff. This is just. Absolutely fantastic. This is better than any college financial course that I could ever take. Once again, thanks to Jeff Tanchek, meteorologist over at 19 Action News, avid futures trader, uh, giving us a little tutorial on ETFs today. Jeff, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. And Bart Slack, our financialist who we have every week at 1230. Just real good stuff. Uh, and we will talk to you next week right here on the BST. Thank you, guys. All right. Okay. Thank you. Hey, real quick. Yes. Marty? Yeah. Snowflake opened up. It's at... Uh, 280 a share right now. For a snowflake? For a one share of snowflake. It's I, up I, to 280. It just I, opened up for trading. Oh, just, okay, the hell with it then. I'm not doing and it. And it's going crazy. I know. <laughs> I, and I knew it would. I've been tracking it ever since I saw that it was coming out. And I go, oh, this is right for me. And then, I, But I kept yep. saying to myself, I said, yeah, they, they, they're talking about 110, between 100 and 120 to come out. I said, yeah, please. By the time I see it, it's going to be yeah. close to $300, and sure enough, that's pretty much what it is. And now that it's actively trading, people want to go nuts, so I'm just going to track it, but I think I'm going to stay on the sidelines. I may buy me a little bit of uh, the Schwab 1000 Index or the DLN or both of a little bit of those. Jump into those. Hang tight. Yeah, that's un- what I want you to do. Okay. I, I, I want you to get away from individual stocks. You need to invest in uh, ETFs because – Day trading, especially a stock like Tesla, that's a very dangerous stock to be messing around with because uh, that thing can can really bite you in the you know where. <laughs> Jeff Tanchi, I'm telling you, they, they, stay away from Tesla. They, if you want to buy the car, buy the car, but don't <laughs> trade the stock. Hey, I've made my money. <laughs> I'm good to go now. Jeff Tanchi, thanks so much, my friend. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Tanchi, avid stock trader. 
uh, over at 19 Action News, a meteorologist, a longtime meteorologist, you know him. And of course, Bart Slack, our financial analyst, always witty, always right on the money with their ideas. So there you go, people. That is the introduction into ETFs. Remember, I never tell you what stocks or funds or uh, ETFs to buy. I only tell you what looks interesting and attractive and delicious to me and broaden your mind into the world of stock market because there's so much to do. All right, let's get you your stock market update brought to you by Vitamix, the best, best blender in the market. All right, coronavirus update. China says that they will have a COVID-19 vaccine by coming by November. As far as Pfizer and BioNTech, they're looking to expand late-stage COVID-19 vaccine trials. The University of Pittsburgh, their scientists say they have come up and discovered an antibody that neutralizes the virus that causes corona. So keep an eye on that. The University of Pittsburgh, but if they come up with a virus that will uh, come up with a vaccine that will help coronavirus, then I am all about that. (coughs) Excuse me. Taco Bell is now selling wine. Wine. You can now buy wine at Taco Bell. Gone are the days of MD 2020. Boone's Farm. (laughs) Thunderbird. Now you can buy wine at Taco Bell. Get your Chalupa box and your wine at Taco Bell. All right, PepsiCo, PepsiCo. You having trouble sleeping? Well, PepsiCo is coming out with a drink called Driftwell. Driftwell. It helps people don't fall asleep. If 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 you're too wired up like I am most of the time, well, now you can take Driftwell. I like some Goldberry Roasting Company coffee, but they said Driftwell now will be coming out by Pepsi. Do that. Remember when Kodak, remember when the president came out and he said, Kodak, uh-oh, Kodak film, they've been dead in the water for years as far as the stock is concerned. Well, the president said, we want you to get involved and start making something with coronavirus. And the thing blew up from about $7 a share to about 50 And then they accused that the board members of purposely driving up the stock so they can take big profits and then selling them off. And then the thing tanked and went right back down to 6 bucks. Well, now there's a, pro- a probe that come out that says that they broke no laws in their loan announcement, and now their shares are soaring again. They ain't getting me. <coughs> I'm not doing it. Our interesting stock of the week, I mentioned it earlier in the show, U- Unity Software. Unity Software, they're the Challenge Epic Games, a game company, software company. CEO John Riccatilio says his team will set price on IPO, not the bankers, even though Goldman Sachs is a underwriter. My attractive stock of the week, DraftKings. <coughs> Excuse me, you heard uh, Jeff Tanchek mention it earlier about DraftKings. You can buy a gaming ETF with all uh, DraftKings and all the other ones, all in one ETF fund. I got to look into that. Well, DraftKings is my attractive stock of the week because they've after signing a content deal with ESPN. And of course, my delicious stock of the week, you already know, Snowflake, Snowflake, Snowflake. I wanted to get in at 100 to 120. Now they're talking about it's already up to 280. And it just started trading. It probably just started trading a little bit ago. I'm going to wait until the weeds and the, the profit takers get all out. That sucker's got to come back down to below 200 in order for me to jump in. I was willing to go as high as 200 a share, but I ain't going 280. Screw you. All you rich cats get all the, the, the good pickings, and then you shovel it off to a sucker so we can jump in, and all of a sudden you sell them all and get your profits, and I'm standing there holding me a Kodak stock. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. <laughs> Hedge fund Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen is going to buy the Mets for $2.4 billion, the highest forever for a baseball team. $2.4 billion for the Mets. And big financial news for the Big Ten starting the week of October 24th. A O H I and O and O H. You know how the hell they do that. So now. The Big Ten is back, baby. They're coming October 24th. Let me tell you about Vitamix. My main man over at Vitamix, the uh, promotion and marketing guy, I'm not even going to say his name because the last time I said his name, people started contacting him because he had gave me a free Vitamix for the show. That was right back when I was on the GLC. And I love this thing. And Carlita Renee, who's now uh, running her salon over in Rocky River, the first thing she did was contact Vitamix and get some of their 
<coughs> excuse me, uh, contact Vitamix and get some of their business blend, their commercial blenders. They got blenders for commercials, uh, commercial uh, use, and they got blenders for personal use. I've got one of the personal ones, and I got to tell you, every day, you should see all of the stuff that I buy. I buy a lot of my stuff from supplements.com, supplements.com. Give them a free plug as well. I buy my blueberry powder, my pineapple powder, my strawberry powder, my, par- my tart cherry powder, my kale powder, my mango powder. And I think I said strawberry already. I think I got about seven of them. And then, you saw me, I put the picture up uh, a few days ago up on my website. The Gardens of Life Super Greens Formula. Perfect food, it's called. It's got like 45 different plant-based things, all kinds of the greens and the fruits and everything, all into one leveled thing. I put it all into my Vitamix. I mix that up. Then I take me some spinach, fresh spinach. I put that in there. I take me some apple cider vinegar with the mother. Apple cider vinegar with the mother. I squeeze me a little bit of lemon juice in there. I squeeze me a little bit of uh, coconut water in there. I put that all, everything in the pot, all in the pool, into my Vitamix blender. I mix that sucker up, and it's nice and green, and it looks like algae, but I don't care. It tastes delicious, and it's so good for my body. People always ask me why I am 60, but I look and act like I'm 40, because I do. I feel like I'm 40. Vitamix, go to the website right now. Commercial use, personal use, Vitamix.com, Vitamix.com. Vitamix, jump all in the pool. (laughs) Hey, Amazon says it's hiring 100,000 more people. And you know why? Well, one of the reasons, coronavirus. All of a sudden, people were told to stay home, and they all had to get products, but they couldn't go out. So they started ordering on Amazon. Now, I've been an Amazonaholic for years. I order everything on Amazon. Free shipping, prices are good. Bring it right to my door. I don't care if I order a 65-inch screen TV. It's sitting right, I open my door, my condo, there it is right there. Bring it in. My daughter, my goddaughter, Sharita Mays, just got a job at Amazon as a fulfillment person. $22.50 an hour, people. $22.50 an hour. And it's because all the other stores are going by the wayside. Sears, J.C., Penny, Kaufman's, you, you name it. They're all going by the wayside. They can't compete. And Amazon is just the big dog right now. They're looking to hire another 100,000 people. And, of course, they're in talks with the Simon Group. You know the Simon Group? They had a lot of those mall properties like Randall Park Mall, which is now an Amazon fulfillment center. Well, Amazon is in talks with Simon to buy more and more of the malls that have gone by the wayside. We had what here? Euclid Mall. We've got Beachwood Mall. we got Richmond Mall. All those places that are pretty much sitting empty now. There's pretty much nobody there anymore. So now Amazon saying, look, look at all this property. Let, let us buy it and, and we'll turn them into fulfillment centers. Uh, one more thing up in the, in the stock market update. Weed stocks, all is quiet. Nobody making a splash. It was a time where I was just heavy on weed stocks, but I don't buy anything right now because it's just not doing it. I can, I can, I can tell you again, I know Jeff Tanchek said stay away from Tesla, but for me, I have been able to jump in at the right time and jump out for the most part at the right time. I'm learning how to be disciplined. I'm learning how to do what Jim Cramer says. Don't be afraid to take your, take your profits. And I did, and I was, I, was, uh, I was mad when the bubble burst and I didn't get out at the price point I wanted to set the stop loss to, and I did not, and it, made, it cost me another two grand. But the last two days has helped with a lot of that. So I'm, I'm very, very happy about that. That'll do it for the BST for this week. Uh, hopefully I'll see you guys back here on next Wednesday as we'll get more tutorial. I think we'll see Jeff Tanchek in a couple of weeks. And, of course, Bart Slack will see uh, back here next Wednesday at uh, 1230 right here on the BST. That'll do it for me. Uh, let's see. I'm going to play pickleball this afternoon, so I guess I'll go take a nap. I'm going to go and check on uh, Snowflake just to see where it is. Guarantee you it's up over 300 right now. God, I want to be. I want to get in on the stock, on, on, the, on the ground floor. But... As Bart says, I'm a little peon, you know, day trading on my little machine. (laughs) While the big brokerage firms say, hey, we'll take them all. We'll take all your stocks at your $100 to $120 you want per share. 
and we'll drive the price up to the suckers. So thank you, Jeff Tanchek, for saying, stay out, wait, let the smoke clear. When it, hopefully when it comes back to me under 200 a share, that's when I'll jump in and get some shares because I believe that it's a cloud-based company, storage company. So in other words, think of you store it where you put all your crap uh, when you screwed up with your girl and she threw your ass out, so you had to put your crap in a used store. Well, think of this as a used store for everybody. Air, uh, Apple, Amazon, uh, uh, Google, Tesla, everybody. This place is going to be the one-stop place that you're going to store all your cloud stuff on their software. Snowflake. When it comes back, I'll jump in. All right, that'll do it for me. Love you guys. See you guys next Wednesday right here on the BST. Just keep getting paid. More money, more money, more money. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. This has been a big, sexy Marty Allen production. Get those smokers back in here. Turn those machines back on. Turn those machines back on. I'm going to just keep getting paid.